This is Innovation for Transformation. I'm Dave Ball. May I have a moment? According to Kimberly Winston, a freelance reporter for the Religious News Service, Samuel Clemens' views on religion are the subject of Mark Twain's Journey to Jerusalem, Dreamland, which will air on PBS stations. The author of several American literary classics, including The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, and Innocence Abroad, or The New Pilgrim's Progress, Clemens didn't have a favorable view of organized religion. Clemens, a.k.a. Mark Twain, was raised in the Presbyterian Church, but soured early on organized religion. I have a religion, but you will call it blasphemy, Twain wrote in a letter in 1865. It is that there is a God for the rich man, but none for the poor. Perhaps your religion will sustain you, will feed you. I place no dependence in mine. Our religions are alike, though, in one respect. Neither can make a man happy when he is out of luck. According to Twain biographer and historian Ron Powers, Samuel Clemens had a constant, lifelong sort of jilted love affair with the Bible. He wanted to believe, but he couldn't believe. A trip to the Holy Land in 1867 helped cement Twain's attitude toward religion. Twain obtained funding from his editors at the Alta California, a San Francisco newspaper, and booked passage on the Quaker City, America's first cruise ship. Many of the other passengers were religious pilgrims, and Twain documented his experiences with them among more than 50 dispatches he sent to his newspaper. He considered the religious pilgrims, men and women from small-town America, who had never been abroad before, to be narrow-minded and hypocritical. They held nightly prayer meetings on board the ship, but they ignored the suffering they saw among the poor everywhere they went. The five-month trip was a disappointment to Twain. In Europe, he contrasted the fatness of the priests with the scrawniness of the poor, and he marveled at the shabbiness of da Vinci's The Last Supper and other religious tourist attractions. But when Twain visited the Holy Sepulchre site where the crucifixion is supposed to have taken place, the experience may have profoundly affected him. I could not believe the three holes in the top of the rock were the actual ones the crosses stood in, he wrote, but I felt satisfied that those crosses had stood so near the place now occupied by them that the few feet of possible difference were a matter of no consequence. Despite Twain's lifelong skepticism about organized religion, he appeared to have a personal faith. He said he believed in God, although he was skeptical about the authenticity of the Bible in general and doubted it was an inspired book. He occasionally attended church and donated money for ministries, but he skewered religious hypocrisy wherever he found it. In Letters from the Earth, a commentary on Bible stories and written in 1909, Twain opined that man is without any doubt the most interesting fool there is, also the most eccentric. Twain continued, he hasn't written a single written law in his Bible or out of it which has any but just one purpose and intention, to limit or defeat the law of God. Christian author Ellen White wrote that the law of God is a revelation of his will, a transcript of his character. I share her perspective that the Bible is an inspired book, and that its authors were led by the Holy Spirit to reveal divine truth to humanity. However, I sympathize with the concerns of Samuel Clemens, that I, and many others in the faith community, profess to be Christians, yet we misrepresent the character of Christ through our inhumanity to our fellow men, our selfishness, and our self-centered lifestyle. In 2 Timothy 3.5, Paul refers to this as a form of godliness, but denying its power. May the Lord have mercy. I pray that he's not finished with me yet. I pray that you'll get to know him as your personal Savior if you haven't already. Your thoughts? Be blessed.